You are now listening to the following program on the Mixed Kill Media Network. In a world that seems upside down, there is a man who uses his opinion as a weapon. Ladies and gentlemen, Kevin McTaggart is this man. And this is the McTaggart Attack Podcast. Let's go. Hello and welcome to the McTaggart Attack Podcast. This is Kevin McTaggart. Or I am Kevin McTaggart. It's not this is Kevin McTaggart. I mean, I'm a human being for crying out loud. It's not that this is Kevin McTaggart. I am Kevin McTaggart. I mean, I'm not the only Kevin McTaggart. I understand that. I've I met another Kevin McTaggart once at a funeral. Um, he was an older guy probably dead now now that I think about it it was over a decade ago so maybe I am the only Kevin McTigert that I know of still living possibly wow this podcast turned morose rather quickly um I do know that there is a lame comic book character uh named Kevin McTigert they spell it differently I think it's M-A-C-T-A-G-G-E-R-T Which is the worst way to spell McTaggart. The best way to spell McTaggart is M-C-T-A-G-G-A-R-T. We all fucking know that. But anyway, yeah, there's a lame... um, X-Men character uh, named Kevin McTaggart. I think his mother is Moira. She was played by... That woman who did it a few times in the X-Men movies. I can't remember her name. Rosario, not Rosario Dawson. I can't remember her fucking name now. She was in Bridesmaids. You know, she was the bitchy uh, friend um, who took over as maid of honor and totally ended up fucking up the wedding. Uh, Spoiler alert for Bridesmaids, for those of you that haven't seen Bridesmaids yet. Um, But yeah, no, I'm I'm... There's a lame... I think... I'm not sure exactly what his power is. I think his power is like... People can take his body... Or he takes other people's bodies or something. It's a really creepy power. I mean, how how disappointing do you think I am? How disappointed do you think I am? At first thing... Wow, there's a comic book character that has the almost same name as me? Only to find out it's the lamest superhero, superpower, comic... He's the lamest comic book character in the history of comic book characters, probably. Maybe not the lamest, but he's pretty up there. I don't know. I don't pay that much attention to comic books to know exactly who the lamest uh, comic book character is in the history of comic book characters. Um... I'm sure some idiot who loves comic books could probably answer that question for me, but please don't. I don't give a shit what you have to say. Yeah, so, right. So, yeah, I'm a lame... I think... I, I wasn't named after him, obviously, but it's like... It's just a coincidence that I share a name with with a stupid comic book character. Um, so yeah, right, so I am 
Kevin McTiger. This is the McTiger Attack Podcast. This is episode 34. I took last I took last week off. I've taken I took last week off. I've taken too many weeks off. I've taken like three weeks off in the past two months. Get your fucking head in the game, Kevin. Record the goddamn podcast. Every week. Rain or shine. Snow or sleet. Blizzard or nor'easter. Summer or winter. Record the podcast every fucking week. I can do that now, though. I can record it every week now. Now that I say it, now that I record the podcast into my phone. So that's good. Um, this one's probably going to re- be recorded in uh, separate, several separate locations. Um, right now, this is a Thursday. This is Thursday, July sixth. I'm in the. Um, I'm in a. The parking lot of the rest area here off of I-89 in Williston. Um, I just went and saw Doug Stanhope for the first time ever. Um, he's a comedian. He's a stand-up comedian. He's brilliant. He's fucking hilarious. I didn't, I've never seen his act before. Don't yell at me about that. I Don't. Don't yell at me about that. Okay, look. I've heard of him. I've just never watched him. Alright? But he was great. The first time I ever saw Doug Stanhope was a, was a bar rescue episode. Like, I went to see the show with Pierre, Vachon, and G.W. Foley, my Vermont comedy outlaw brothers. And we had a good time. We were eating afterwards. And, like, Pierre's a big fan of Bar Rescue, too. And we were trying to figure out what episode it was that, um, Doug Stanhope was in for Bar Rescue. I don't remember exactly. I don't know. I... I don't... it, It was not the Comedy Club one. I know it wasn't the Comedy Club one. I just don't know which one it was. I think maybe it was one in California. I don't know what the fuck. I'll have to watch it now. Maybe they'll have it on uh, this Sunday. Maybe I'll be lucky and they'll have that episode on Sunday. And I'll know which bar he was in it for. I just know it wasn't for the comedy club. Because Pierre and I were talking about it. it was a comedy club episode. I'm like, no, no, it wasn't. I know it wasn't the comedy club episode, but I I I can't remember I don't know even know I think it was just completely random that they were gonna have Doug Stanhope, professional drinker, and do bar rescue. And I think he showed up at the end of the episode too, if I remember correctly. I don't I don't even know I don't even know. But I knew it wasn't the comedy club one. But anyway, Doug Stanhope was fucking hilarious. Um, I I laughed really hard. I really, really needed to laugh really hard tonight, and it felt really good. I I work sucked today. Really sucked. Did not have a good. Day. I had a good day. At work, for the most part, and like I, I, 
here's my plan for today. Because I knew this Doug Stanhope thing had been planned for about a month or so. About a month or so. So my plan was get off work at 4.30, like usual, head up to Burlington, probably get there, take my time maybe a little bit, get there like 6.15, 6.30, meet up with GW, we'll chat a little bit before the show, it'll be great, it'll be fun. I, I always enjoy chatting with my friend GW Foley, and then like Pierre will show up and then we'll go into the show and we'll be on time and it'll be great, and we'll have good seats and everything, and then... Like, earlier in the day, like, my plan started to fall apart. Like, when I thought, when Reggie Britton, our other Vermont Comedy Outlaw brother, told us, Oh, um, Doug Stanhope, his shows are, are standing room only. Standing room only. I'm like, shit. Okay, well, that's that's not so bad. I can stand up for, like, an hour and a half. It's fine. It's okay. Like, And then, at 4.15... I get an email that nobody can leave work until the visits for July 12th have been done. Which really fucking pissed me off. At first, I was mad at my my director and supervisors for doing that. For making that announcement. But I'm not mad at them anymore. I'm mad at my stupid ass, slow ass motherfucking coworkers. Besides the only other one, Linda, who actually works. Me and Linda. There's like four or five of us in this particular area that are supposed to get this stuff done. And we it's like there's two of us that work well, that do a good quick not quick, but like we, we work a lot. We do, we work pretty hard. And then there's like Two or three other people who were just slow-ass motherfuckers. Even though they've been working there for a year and a half. They still don't do a damn thing. They don't give a shit about trying to get the work done as quickly as fucking possible. And it's totally fucking annoying that they do that. So yeah, I'm mad at them instead. So like, I get off work at like 5.30 now. And like, my plan has completely been thrown into the fucking wind. Like, I had to stop and get, like... Um, I had to stop at a rest area, get changed real quick. And then, like, I got there... And, like, I got there, like, maybe 7.15. And, like, I had to find a fucking parking space. So I'm driving around Burlington. And I had to settle for the goddamn parking garage. All because of my stupid, slow-ass motherfucking co-workers who didn't do any fucking work. Or at least it seems like I don't do any fucking work. They always seem to leave all the hard shit for me and my work wife, Linda Goodrow. That's right, I've made it. It's office wife. It's totally different. There's no, there's not, that's it. You know, everybody has an office husband or wife, depending on your affiliation. It's perfectly fine. So yeah, work sucked today. But Doug Stanhope made it all better. God, that was an inspiring show. It was so goddamn inspiring. I had a really good time. It was inspiring. It was it was hilarious. It was inspiring because it's like during this his set, he talked about how like you can't not make fun of something. You have to like there's always a joke. You always need to make jokes. You know? Always. Always need to make jokes about shit. 
And he's absolutely right. You can't fucking hold back and not, like, oh, I don't want to make jokes about this or that and everything. Like, like tonight he was going on about, like, rape and stuff like that, how you can't make jokes about rape. But you can, absolutely. And, yeah, so it was, it was just, I'm not going to recite his set. That would be awful. But, like, no, it was a really good show. I had a good time. Um, so it was a good end to, and then, then I ate at Nectar's in Burlington for the first time in a while. I had a five ounce bacon cheeseburger and it was delicious. It was like 9.30 when I ate, so I don't think I have to have breakfast tomorrow. At least I'm not going to try to have breakfast tomorrow. I might still have Cheerios. I'm not really sure. But anyway, I thought I would just talk a bit after the very inspiring comedy show that I just witnessed. It was great. Oh my god. I'd never heard Doug's... I'd never, I've never heard his stand-up before. And I've never seen his stand-up before. But I like it a lot. I do. I'm a big... He made a fan tonight. Definitely. So that was good. Um, let's see. What else should I talk about? Should I just record the whole fucking thing here? I don't even know. Um, What time is it right now? It's almost 11 o'clock. Um, maybe what I should do is I'll just record like 15 minutes or so t- t- tonight. And then I'll record more tomorrow. tomorrow. I might do more than half an hour. Max, Max, there's a slight possibility that I might be doing more than 30 minutes tonight. Or today, or you'll have it. I'll I'll have it to max by, by Friday night definitely. But yeah, that's fine. Hey, I went through the third or fourth window, listeners. It happens. It's how I it's how I roll, right? You I think you people probably enjoy that. Plus, like, I should probably record half of it later because I still need to think about what we're gonna do for what pisses you off. Um, but I have a few other things that I want to talk about. And, um, like, for instance, I want to talk about, I want to talk about, um, that's right, Gordon Hayward. Gordon Hayward, um, has been signed by the Celtics, or he's coming to the Celtics. They might do a sign-and-trade thing or something, I, I don't really know, but yeah, so that's cool. Gordon Hayward's coming to the Celtics. Finally, finally, um... A white guy, a white superstar player, not really a super, a good white guy for all the racists in Boston to rally around. Maybe that'll help. That, that, that should sell some tickets for, the, for all the racist Boston fans who, who want to see, you know, um, some, some good racist uh, player. Right, yeah, I, it's okay. It's okay for me to accuse Boston of being racist because I was born in Boston. And I have a few um, relatives on my mother's side that um slightly racist. Um, hopefully nobody on my mother's side... Well, not, I don't think anyone on my mother's side knows how to run a podcast. I may lose some visitors. I may, I may get some people mad at me at the next family function. But that would, of course, I, that would require me to go to a family function. And I, I don't see that happening anytime soon. 
because um, we've had some weddings that are coming up and they don't invite cousins anymore, which is fine. It's fine with me. I don't care. That's cool. I'm I'm perfectly okay with not having to be a not going to a family function. I I don't want to. I don't like to spend time with racists anyway, even if I'm related to them. So. So yeah, I'm really excited to see uh, Gordon Hayward with the Celtics. It'll give them some much needed offense, you know. And I think that goes with uh, the Jason Tatum pick that they made in the draft. So that that should be pretty exciting. Um, pretty pumped for that. So it should be a good year. I, I, I think, <laughs> unfortunately, they'll probably be the the one seed again this year and still lose to the Cavs. But I think they'll actually win some games in the Eastern Conference Finals this time around. And then and then next year, next year, when LeBron is gone, they'll make it to the finals only to lose to LeBron's team or the Warriors. So you see, they're making progress. They're making progress. It's all about fucking progress. It's perfectly fine. Yeah, progress is good. Right. It's all about the progress. Right. Um... Uh, to give you an inside what happened I, I i was recording in my car last night but now i'm now i'm home recording the rest of it for, for for the rest of the time um here here at home nobody else is here they're all off watching um my sister's boyfriend be in beauty and the beast i'm going to go next week um cuz because because i'm i walk alone i'm a loner damn it how I go. It's how I roll. I work alone. Like Sophia Petrillo used to say. It's a Golden Girls reference. I'm just looking and seeing what's in the refrigerator. Because Kevin needs some water. Kevin also hates people. Kevin also hates people who talk in third person. So you go figure it out. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Alright. So what the fuck else? Does I, does I, what the fuck else does I want to talk about? That's a terrible language and grammar, Kevin. What the hell is wrong with you? Nobody's home, right? I should check to see that nobody's home before I start yelling, even though I've already started yelling. And yeah, nobody's home. They would have made their person. Plus the lights are off, so. It's actually gotten kind of scary in here, come to think of it. Huh? Not that I scare easily. I scare easily, okay? I scare easily. Um, so yeah, I'm home by myself. Uh, the only time when I like to spend time at home is when no one else is here. There, I've said it. That's fine. That's good. Can you hear me? We're good. All right, we're doing it live. What's wrong with me? <sighs> if, we, if I do have any guests tonight, that'll be... That would be a fucked up thing. I don't, I don't understand. That, that would be weird if I had any guests tonight. So yeah, I, I feel good about the Celtics pick. Not because I'm a racist. I'm not. But I think he's a good player that they need on their team. Get that straight. Let's see. What else did I want to talk about this week? Um... Uh, something Trump tweeted uh, last weekend because he was defending his Twitter use. <sighs> Our president is as addicted to Twitter as I am. It's awful. 
But he tweeted out that, you know, he defended his Twitter use by saying that he's modern day presidential. Modern day presidential because of his use of Twitter. I think, I think he would be mod. He'd be considered to me. He'd be considered modern day presidential if he if he stopped insisting on us using, you know, terrible resources like coal. You know, I would consider him to be modern day presidential if he decided to stay in the Paris Agreement. I would consider him to be modern day presidential. If he wasn't such a goddamn misogynist and joked about grabbing women in the pussy, you know, I would consider him to be modern day presidential if um if he he wasn't a republican, yeah, or wasn't such a damn conservative prick, dumbass piece of shit, motherfucking jerk. Of a president, idiotic buffoon. Modern day, he's not modern day presidential. He's more like caveman presidential. He's caveman presidential. Which is so much worse than modern day. I feel like he doesn't know what modern day presidential means, yet he's using it as a thing. Ridiculous. Why, why, how else would I consider a modern-day presidential? I'd consider a modern-day presidential if, um, if, he, if he believed in climate change. <laughs> I would consider him uh, modern-day presidential if he believed in climate change. I would consider him modern-day presidential if he wasn't issuing a war on science. I would consider him modern-day presidential if he if he wasn't if he believed in evolution i would consider him modern day presidential what is this getting back to something i just said a war on science there's a war on science really really what i feel like i feel like the human race has like we i think we've peaked now i think we've and we're with this war on science thing i believe intellectually we've peaked and now we're slowly degrading back down to cavemen. I think that's what's going to happen. Everything's cyclical. So, you know, um, I dropped the phone, but it's still working. Good. I, yeah. Um, hmm. Oh. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was reading something. I, I'm doing... I have to do what pisses you off later. And I asked people to give me some. And I think my boy just gave me a doozy. Yeah, because I think I, I'll go off on that later, but I'm giving you a little preview right now. I have to read up on that to see what the fuck it is. Um, but yeah, Trump Trump is anything but modern-day presidential. It's fucking ridiculous. Modern-day presidential. So dumb. Let's see. Um, Let's do the new segment. What's pissing me off about the WWE? Um, hmm. Let's see. So they did the Money in the Bank rematch. And Carmella still won. I could have told you that. I didn't even watch the show. 
because I knew what was going to happen. I knew Carmella was going to win. Um, which is fine. She shouldn't have had to do a rematch in the first place. So stupid. The WWE, as much as they have a women's division, has no idea how to book their women. They have no trust in booking their women. It's so goddamn ridiculous. That's what's pissing me off about the WWE. What pisses me off about the WWE is like, when I watch Raw, and you can tell how much of a goddamn clusterfuck their booking is, you know, it just seems like they, it seems to me, from from my perspective, a non-wrestler perspective, even though I've been a professional wrestling fan for 41 years of my life, that's all of them, by the way, um, I, I like to think I know what works and what doesn't, and I just, I watch Raw, and I'm just like, I can tell that they just make it up just before the show starts. And it's so dumb. So stupid. Plus, it's three hours long. No wrestling show on TV should be three hours long. Pay-per-views should be three hours long. Wrestling shows on networks should not be three hours long. They need to move Raw back to two hours. That's another goddamn thing that pisses me off about Raw. Is that it's three fucking hours long. So stupid. But, like, you watch SmackDown. I like SmackDown better because, like... They have a, there's, there's, you watch their show and it seems like less of a clusterfuck. They have, like, they have matches and matches and they build up storylines and characters and stuff like that. And it's pretty good. And no, Raw is just a clusterfuck. You can tell that two separate booking groups write both, two different groups write both shows. Both shows are not written by the same people. I would be shocked if they were. So, yeah, that's what's pissing me off about the WWE. Um, yeah, let's see. Uh, coming towards the end of the podcast. Max, I was wrong. The podcast is probably only going to be about 30 minutes, which is fine. I don't want to say everything that I want to say. I think I've said everything that I want to say today. So um, we'll just get to what pisses you off. And we'll circle back to what I talked about in the beginning. Uh, at the Doug Stanhope show this week this week's what pisses you off is very special i believe i believe it's my first ever two time winner of what pisses you off that's right that's right mr two time is gw foley my vermont comedy outlaw brother yep um so yeah his thing was uh smelly dudes who stand too close to you at comedy shows. See, he had this issue. There was this dude who was, like, totally standing way next to him. Like, so much so. I think I think GW may have been molested last night. Poor guy. But anyway, yes. So, here we go. I really hate when I'm at, when I'm at a comedy show. And first of all, I come to a comedy show. I really hate it when it's goddamn standing room. I don't want to fucking stand for the whole goddamn time. I want to sit next to a fucking wall. I have to, or something. Give me a fucking chair. I need a goddamn chair. Even Doug Stanhope hated the fact that it's goddamn uh, standing room last night. Because none of his other shows are fucking standing room. But this one was, so fuck that shit. So, but anyway, I'm getting away from the point. I hate, I hate when I'm like at a comedy show and... 
some fucker's standing there and he's choosing to lean on me. What the fuck are you leaning on me for, you stupid piece of shit? Don't you understand? I am not a wall. I'm a human being. And you fucking assholes are leaning up against me. Plus, also, if you're going to lean up against me, how about you take a shower first? If you're going to come to a comedy show and you're going to do standing room and you're just going to stay in there, take a shower. Use some body wash or some shit, okay? Because it's fucking ridiculous that people come to a comedy show If you're going to do standing room, smell nice, alright? I don't care if you don't give a fuck what you smell like. I give a fuck what you smell like. Especially if you're going to fucking lean against me, you stupid piece of shit. Yeah, that was, um... That was this week's, uh, What Pisses You Off, um... By the, the lovely G.W. Foley. Um... I may have just lost my voice uh, with that rant, but um, yeah, okay. So right, yeah, that, that's, that's what we've got uh, for what pisses you off. Congratulations to D.W. Foley for being the first ever two-time, two-time winner of uh, what pisses you off. Um, wow, that was fun. That was good. I might, I might keep that in my show. That and the meat sweats rant that I had a couple weeks ago was also a good one which was also GW Foley's so that's good too um let's see uh upcoming shows da 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 um July 15th I will the hardcore comedy champion will be making an appearance at the Halyard Brewery Headlining that show in the only way he can. By the way, um, there may or may not be a new Hardcore Comedy Championship belt displayed at that show. So, um, yeah, um, take, that's just it. There's a rumor. There's a rumor that there might be a new belt. I'm, I can't promise anything. Um, also, uh, July, July 22nd, there's a uh, on-the-road show for the Vermont Comedy Outlaws where we're going to be at the Marquee Theater, I think at 8 o'clock or 7.30, or I think it's 8 o'clock. But, like, we're going to do sets, and then we're going to talk afterwards and um, talk about stuff we've seen at open mics or other shows and some shit. So we're just going to bullshit. We're not going to bullshit. Bullshitting with Britain is actually July 29th with the Vermont Comedy Outlaws. And I haven't told Reggie yet, but I'm going to do... My entire set will consist of me doing crowd work by playing live versions of what pisses you off. So that should be fun. And then August 5th... Shit. Like, the next four Saturdays in a row, I'm going to be busy. August 5th is Comedy Thunderdome. I'm off my suspension. The Hardcore Comedy Champion will be there with his new belt in all of its glory. And I'm going to compete... And I don't care. I may lose. I may win. I don't care. I'm just there to fucking entertain. Do you understand what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, let's see. What else did I have? I think that was about it. Um, please like the Facebook page. Um, and if you've liked the Facebook page already, please share the podcast with other people of your Facebook friends. Let's get more people to like my Facebook page and listen to my face 
to my podcast. I'm glad that I have 133 people who listen to my, who like my Facebook page, but I don't think I have 133 people that listen to every episode every week and download every, if I had 130 something people download the podcast every week, I would be so happy. I would be so happy. You, I know you like to hear me rant and get angry about shit, but don't you, don't you want to see me happy too? What the fuck is wrong with you? How much angrier today than usual? Anyway, um, social media, other social media, follow at MixKillMedia on Twitter. They have about 43, 4,400 followers. Follow them on Twitter. That's the lovely media network that um, distributes the McTaggart Attack podcast whenever I put it out, which is every week. I'm going to do it every week. I'm doing it every week. I have to be committed to this goddamn thing. Also, uh, finally, follow me on Twitter. I have over 56,000 followers on Twitter, at KevMcT. Um, and uh, it's starting to pour now, so that's great. I was going to go outside. But I'm gonna have to wait for the fucking storm to pass before I decide to do that. I'm glad I went running beforehand. Um, alright. That's all I've got today. Hope you enjoyed it. See you all next time. Bye.